presence. Presence is. Nothing more accurate can be said in language because language cannot approach presence. Language is the retreat from presence into identification. into subtle subject-object duality in which the signifier itself is both subject and object. Satyoga could be said to be a return to presence because presence is primary prior to language prior to identification. Presence is the supreme real. Presence has no present because it is timeless. It cannot be described because presence is not an object or a thing, not even a subject. Presence is prior to subject-object duality. Presence is prior to the trauma of birth or even incarnation or any other trauma that occurs after the identification of presence with consciousness and then with body and then with language, with time, with space, with a biography, with narratives, etc., etc. All of those are the consequences of the trauma of abdicating presence. Presence is self-sovereignty. Once the throne of self-sovereignty is abdicated through identification with an I that in turn identifies with a biographical narrative, then no matter what happens within that ego identification, there is only trauma, there is only suffering. And it doesn't matter if the I creates a narrative that I am a mess, that I am a loser, that I am impossible, hopeless case, or I am the greatest, I am the king or queen, I am whatever are the signifiers of goodness and beauty or whatever is the thing that makes the I happy, all of that is still traumatic because based on some temporary identification that will be lost, that is simply an object that appears and disappears and cannot be held on to. And thus there is fear of the loss of the identification, whether identification with youth, with beauty, with money, with some other quality or possession, 
all of it will be lost, and thus one comes under the sovereignty of the demon of fear. It is the egocentric illusion itself that must be renounced. There is no I, whether it is good or bad, happy or sad. There is only presence. The I is the abdication of presence and the falling into ignorance. This could be said to be the original sin. Sin meaning the missing of the mark. What is the mark? The mark is that realization that has no mark. Because presence is prior to any mark and no mark can be made upon presence. This is why the diamond is used as a metaphor of pure presence. It cannot be scratched. No mark can be made upon it. Therefore, it is fearless. It is eternal. It should not even be spoken of as it. Words cannot describe that which is that which alone is. And so to say that Satyoga is a return to presence is already false because you never left presence because presence is all that is. Ignorance being an illusion never really happened. Presence is undisturbed and unchanging. So to believe that one is returning to presence or recognizing presence or choosing presence over ego is still within the egocentric illusion of being an I who makes a choice to transform or convert or return or realize. Presence is realization and never loses self-realization. It is that self-shining awareness that is beyond appearance. And does not forget the nature of what is. Satyoga is simply that. the realization that there is no one separate from presence, no one who fell into sin or ignorance, that that itself is simply maya. Presence remains always supreme and sovereign, even while the apparent suffering, the apparent narratives, the apparent struggles and chaos pathologies seem very real to the illusory ego. The moment there is awakening from that illusion, there is only the laughter of the realization that all of that never was.
And it is not that one decides to become present, but presence asserts the real. And the ego is simply washed away. The illusion is washed out by the light. The darkness is filled by that power that is supreme. The illusion comes to an end, but in coming to an end, the realization that it never was asserts that reality. It is important not to have an egocentric approach to non-egoic reality because the approach itself will prevent the reaching of the destination. There is no I who must improve to become good and worthy and godly. It is the renunciation of that illusion that is all that is required. But who renounces that illusion? Presence never had that illusion. And thus it is simply the self-disappearance of that which has appeared as a dream upon the surface of infinite presence but never touches its reality in the same way that a mirage never wets the desert. The ego illusion never affects presence. And because presence is non-egoic, has no objects and no subject. Presence is non-relational, but it makes true relationship possible. Because presence is aware of functioning within the phenomenal plane through a body-mind without identifying, identifying with it. And when there is no identification, when the, the presence remains pure and functions through the instrument of the organism and its mind, then presence is able to meet presence within the apparent field of duality and recognize the non-duality, the oneness, the sameness, the unity of the one self that is presence that shines through the eyes of an apparent other. But because all of this apparent otherness appears within presence, it can only be presence.
And the illusion that there are two who relate to each other is already the loss of real relationship. No matter what the name or the form of the set or subset of consciousness, every set is the null set. It contains only the zero. Whether it is named one, two, three, four, or infinity, the contents of the set is zero. And zero cannot be quantified. You cannot even say there is one zero. Zero is not a number, but makes number possible. Presence makes the apparent universe possible. And it makes the miraculous transformation of that universe possible. Because presence has no limits. But also no intention. But within the apparent movement of space and time, a decisive moment arrives when the self-shining presence reasserts the real. And ultimate beauty is reflected as a universe reborn, as what could be described by those who appear within it as the kingdom of heaven but it is simply the inherent nature of presence to reveal itself to itself as the form of ultimate beauty, joy, wisdom, empowerment, love. But all of that is simply another mirage upon the infinite field of presence. but the most beautiful, the most pristine, the most pure, the most transparent to that which is beyond all form. But because what we are is that presence, the absolute, in its nirgun nature, that is beyond all qualities, that cannot even be accurately described as self-shining, and yet there is what can only be referred to as a luminosity, love, bliss, power, that so long as there is a manifest form in which that is realized, brings about the sense of ultimate grace, of salvation. And it is salvation from the illusion of an ego that needs to be saved. There is nothing sentimental about presence. 
There is nothing agential about presence. And there is no dualistic intentionality. Presence is complete and whole, lacking nothing, seeking nothing. But emanating that power, which has the capacity to awaken and redeem those elements of consciousness lost in the illusion because of the greater coherence of presence, the greater joy, and the intensity of the power of presence to penetrate through the illusion of the ego and fill its lack with the one nutrient that the ego can never find in all of its searching and that brings its search to an end and its illusion vanishes in the realization of that presence which is all there ever has been or could be. We are that now. As presence takes root in the organism through its paying of attention to its own source, its own being, to the real, the tendencies, the sanskaras of egoic functioning weaken and are extinguished. They have no power to resist the bliss of presence. And no jouissance can compare to that which is real and eternal. And therefore the apparent struggle between the real and the ego also soon dissolves and presence remains sovereign and supreme and decisively reorganizes the appearance of reality to reflect in the only way that form, time, space, energy, the tools of the art of cosmic creation that is the art of presence reveals a picture of itself of ultimate beauty and of infinite omnipresence and omnicentric realization that is pure love.
of all for all, of the entire field of infinite awareness for all that is. And the ending of the ego is the ending of fear, anxiety, worry, self-defeat, all the pathologies of the ego based on its lack of being. All fall away at an instant without the need for any therapeutic maneuvers or New Year's resolutions or any other means of trying to create self-improvement when you are a self that cannot be improved upon. There is no path to attaining what you already are. There is simply the letting go of the illusion that can never become real, no matter how much jouissance it collects. There is only the final illusory act of surrender to presence. We have entered the time of the real. So long as there is still an egoic illusion, it is important to recognize it as illusion. And do not entertain egoic thoughts, but keep returning to presence. So long as there is the belief that there is one who can return or leave it, then loyalty to presence is essential. But the power of that loyalty belongs to presence itself, not to the ego, which has no power of its own. But through the devotion of that illusory ego for God, for presence, for the ultimate real, that sanskara itself leads to the extinguishing of the illusion. Thus the importance of devotion, of bhakti, along the apparent way to liberation. Devotion to that which is will dissolve the illusion of separation from 
ki yapsın. But the ultimate bhakti is the silent surrender of the mind to presence. Nothing more, nothing less. Not prayer, not thought, not mantras, not kirtan, not exercises of any kind. Because presence is bodiless, timeless, and no action occurs to presence. Because presence is the ground of all that is, nothing more can be added, nothing is needed, and all that happens within its field happens by itself. It is all the will of God. Surrender to that will and everything spontaneously will flow in the optimal way. Be free. Be free of worry. Be free of the fear of fear. Be free as infinite presence. Presence is peace because there is only peace. Once awakened from the nightmare of the ego mind, there is realization that there never was any trauma, no life, no personal existence, nothing to recover from, no one to forgive, no one to hate, nothing to do, nothing to heal because you are always already whole. And wholeness is free of conflict. And therefore there is only peace. That peace that passeth the understanding of the ego mind and causes that mind to evaporate in the light of the supreme real. and brings peace to the illusion itself. You are peace. You are the bringer of peace. Because you are that one who has been healed by the realization of the source of peace. 